Welcome to It's Karmic. I'm your host, Mika Bradford. This is a sacred space to connect with karma and past lives through astrology, energy work, and intuition. Hello, hello, my loves. Welcome back to another podcast episode. Just me, the mic, you listening in. This is my reminder for anyone listening that is thinking that they need to be doing anything in a specific way or doing things that make them miserable, you know, in order to succeed, in order to get money, whatever it is. This is my reminder for you to start doing more of what feels good and following what feels good. Because as I said in last week's episode, I have not been loving having to like do certain things in my business, right? Like um, Instagram has certain expectations. YouTube has certain expectations. When you start going on YouTube, there's a whole like editing process. There's a whole, there's a whole thing. And there are things I enjoy doing in this beautiful empire I'm building. And there are things I do, I do not enjoy doing. So what I have really been leaning into through my own personal energy signature is doing what feels good. Now for me, what feels really good is sitting down, opening GarageBand, because that's what I use to record these, and just vibing, just channeling. And that is one of my personal superpowers. So if you don't know your superpowers, A, it's time to figure out what they are, because we all have different superpowers, and mine is channeling. And when I get to sit down without the camera, though the camera can be awesome for my TikToks, for certain YouTubes, when I go live, et cetera, et cetera. If you guys have been with me in any of my courses, my creations, you know the channel comes through hard and fast. But sometimes I don't want to get ready. I don't want to get pretty. I don't want to look a certain way. And I am a Libra rising and a Leo stellium. So yeah, I do want to get pretty for you guys when I am on video. And Sometimes I just want to open up GarageBand and riff and talk and just vibe and channel without having to worry about editing. Now that's something about me that you might not know is I do not do pretty much any editing to my podcast. I just let them flow unless like something weird happens, like a really loud noise, a really loud bang or something stupid. But other than that, I just let the channel flow. And when it comes to video, that's not the same. When it comes to YouTube, it's not the same. So I am really enjoying just talking again, just being here on the podcast with you guys, talking, um, having my intro, my outro, the whole thing. So this is my invitation and reminder for you to follow what feels good. Now, that is not what this episode is about at all. This episode is actually about the summer solstice. And we are going to get into a juicy conversation around practices and what is the summer solstice and why does it matter and all the good things you can do and use this time for every year. If you know anything about me at this point, 
you know I love working with the cycles of life. Now, if you're brand new to the podcast, welcome. You might not know that I'm very, very interested into the cycles of life and following those cycles, vibing with those cycles, using them to be in greater alignment with nature, with self, with all these things. So those cycles include nature. Those cycles include the menstrual cycle for us ladies. Those cycles include the cycles of a life we experience. So sometimes we're in a summer period, right? Where we're celebrating the fruition of things. We're enjoying, we are really full of vitality in life. And then sometimes we're just in a personal winter. And when we're in a personal winter, you know, we have to go inward. We have to slow down. We have to rest, decay, uh, die away energetically, right? And that's not the easiest thing if you are out of alignment with the fact that nature does move in cycles. And working with the summer solstice means we are coming into the cycle of the summer cycle in nature on earth here, at least in the Northern hemisphere. I know for my Southern hemisphere souls, you guys are, you know, diving into your winter solstice. It's a completely different vibe. It is, you know, though you are still working with cancer season, you guys are going inward. You guys are slowing down. You're going to the yin period. Uh, it's cooling down. You are going into introspective energetically and physically through your seasons. Whereas here in the Northern Hemisphere, we're just ramping up. We're getting ready to just absolutely rip it up through summer. And I don't know what it is about summer, whether it's the warmth, the vitality, the sun. We're going to talk about that. But summer really does bring a life force back. And you know what? I take it back. I do know what it is about summer and vitality and life force because those are all the words of the sun. Now, if you do not know what the summer solstice is or the word solstice itself, solstice in fact means sun standing still. I remember learning this years ago when I started my yoga training. I graduated my yoga training in 2017. And we had a great emphasis on the summer solstice, which is actually the international day of yoga as well. So on the summer solstice, there would always be some big celebration. There is a practice of doing 108 sun salutations. I never did that. I don't have the shoulders for that. Um, but there is, you know, some practi practitioners that will do 108 sun salutations to honor the sun. Um, it is a practice of working with the sun life force, celebrating the sun standing still. And in astrology, we know the season, the new year truly begins on the spring equinox, Aries season. And now we are at this sort of quarter mark where the sun has hit this moment in the sky that it does twice a year, the summer solstice, the winter solstice, where it seemingly stands still in the sky. And I like to think about that because the sun is vitality. The sun is your life force. The sun in the realm of astrology that I study personally is really showing us our life path, our destiny point, our fulfillment point. 
And what we are essentially doing here in our life school, we have a few life schools. If you've studied with me, you'll know a few of those at this point. Um, if you've done It's Karmic Level 1, you'll know those life point, like life uh, life school points. That's what I'm trying to say. Those purpose points. If you've done my, uh, purpose codes masterclass, maybe I should open that up again. You'll know those life school points, but the sun is a life school. It is vitality. It is fuel. Okay. The sun fuels us. So if you just think about your sun sign for a second, this is where things get a little skewed in pop astrology, right? Because the sun sign is not going to tell you your horoscope. It's just, it's, it's not. And it's, it's beyond that. When we're looking at our horoscopes, we need to be looking at our rising because horoscopes are actually taking into consideration where are the planets in the houses in your chart. Now, the sun sign can tell you like, man, if something was like literally aspecting your sun, yeah, great. Then we know something's going on. But just to like look at your horoscope as a Virgo sun is not going to tell you even a bit of the information you need to receive. And looking at your sun sign for your entire personality, this is why so many people say like they don't believe in astrology is because they don't feel like their sun sign because most people are learning to become their sun sign. Unless you are like me, and you have a stellium in your sun sign's house, and so you've got a bunch of planets in the same sign as your sun sign, you might not feel like your sun sign. Okay, you're learning it, you're learning it. And I really believe that the sun is what fuels us, okay? It is what gives us life force. And so when we feed ourselves through our sun sign, so bring more of our sun energy into our life, we fuel ourselves and help us learn our personal growth lessons as what we're trying to uncover and become here on earth. Now, when we think about the sun as this energy in the sky, it is a fuel source. Now, I don't even just mean that astrologically. Without the sun, there would be no food, there would be no plants, there'd be no us, there would be nothing. The sun and the ratio of where earth is in the solar system and the everything about the perfection of at least the scientific or um, agreed upon view of the solar system currently as it stands, I am of the mind that we know nothing. <laughs> the sun is the reason we have everything. And so the sun is our vital life force. If you think about all, all religions before Christianity, and I'll even put a pin in that in a second, prayed to the sun god. The sun god gave life. The sun god gave, um, it gave energy. It gave life force. Now we get into the Greeks and the Romans and things get a little bit uh, skewed as the gods become more personified as human, as these human deities with flaws, which, you know, I love Greek mythology. I love Roman mythology, but even I've been doing some deep dives into Christianity and the son, the son of God, the son of God, we still, even in Christianity, pray to the sun. 
but the words were skewed. It was never about this. Christ consciousness is the sun. Christ is the sun. Okay, it's a frequency. It's an archetype. Now, you can disagree with that, but I hope you go down a rabbit hole on that one. There's a few things you can look into on that. Go do your own research. (laughs) Make your own opinions. Okay, that's what I offer here. But the sun has a life force. It is really this moment where the sun stands still in the sky. Our vitality takes a moment where we can praise and be thankful and express deep gratitude for all the sun brings to us. Now, the sun has been vilified for a long time. No matter what you believe about climate change, and I have my own theories that may offend some people, I'm not concerned about that. I do not, I don't care. The sun has been vilified. The sun is being blocked out. I mean, God, go and watch the documentary, The Dimming. Just go watch it. And you will realize the sun has been vilified. They are uh, disconnecting us from the sun. In my humble opinion, that disconnection is because the sun is life force. The sun is an awakening energy. The sun is a solar technology that wakes us up, that heals us. The sun is magic. If you just start going down the route of how many things just being in the sun can heal, it's insane. And yet for the last, I mean, as long as I've been alive, the sun has been vilified. Put on your sunscreen, make sure you wear your sunscreen, la la la, block everything out. Don't go out in the sun. Um, The sun is burning up the earth, the sun, the sun, the sun. It's crazy to me because the sun is the most healing energy there is. The sun, the earth, all of it. And the sun needs to be celebrated again. It needs to be loved and praised again, not vilified and blocked out and avoided and putting all these chemicals on our skin. Like I'm, I'm just going to plug something in here because you guys, I'm, you know, I'm a high Virgo. Um, please go do some research on the levels of skin cancer before sunscreen and after sunscreen. There is natural sunscreens we can use that our ancestors used for thousands of years please just go do that research. If you do believe that sunscreen is the answer to everything, it's not, it's not. Anyway, I digress. The sun has been vilified by normal culture. I call it normal culture, but really is it normal at all? That it causes harm to the earth and our bodies when really it is the healer. It is an ultimate healer. There are amazing doctors out there that are awakened that will say like, the medicine is go outside. Go get the sun in your eyes. Go absorb the energy of the sun and you will heal, right? We are the, the generation, I saw an ad, not even, it's like a, I don't even know, an, not an ad, but a video the other day talking about like, we're the generation that, the indoor generation, okay? We don't spend any time outside. Most people, when they go outside, they put their sunglasses on, their sunblock on, and the sun can't even penetrate their skin, their hat, their clothes, all of it. And this is why people are sick. It's part of the reason. It's not the whole reason. It's part of the reason. The sun is an energy life force that we need. We are like plants. I was actually listening to something the other day as well. And this man was studying why the birds sing at 5 a.m. He was interested. I don't even know the whole story, but he was interested as to why the birds started singing at 5 a.m. Or when the sun, you know, starts to crack. Crack, Even before the crack of dawn, those those birds are singing. Um, And he found a link between the birds singing 
and the plants actually opening their follicles or whatever you call it on a plant to receive more light. So the process of photosynthesis, all that stuff was actually heightened by the bird's frequency. And so he went deeper into this and was studying, you know, the, the hertz and all that, and that there are frequencies of birds singing in classical music, started playing the classical music for his plants, and his plants started growing. It was a whole thing. But essentially, even the plants know that they need the light, right? Even the birds know that the plants need the light. Like, it's just, it's crazy. When you start to see the web that is life here on earth and how disconnected we have become from that web. All right. So I'm getting so deep into things that I'm very passionate about, obviously, but we want to come back to the summer solstice. So all of this is to lead you back to the sun has been vilified and it is our job to come back to the sun celebration. Okay. The summer solstice here in the Northern Hemisphere is the celebration of the sun, of the longest day, of the crops growing, of the sun feeding the plants, of growth, of this phase where we have food. The winter solstice is the moment when you realize the light will slowly be returning, okay? But it's gonna take time, you're in the dead of winter, there's a morning, there, there is um, an energy of there'll be no food. There will be no food, okay? There will be no food growing. And so in our ancestors' life, the, this moment of the sun was like a celebration of, it meant warmth and, and light and food and joy and happiness and celebration. So where did we get so lost, right? Where did we get so lost? Because we built these pretty houses all around us and we stayed inside of them and we made artificial light and we disconnected. Now, I'm not saying we need to not be using artificial light. God, I am so thankful for this computer that I am recording this podcast on for you. Thankful for the lights at night so I can read, you know, until nine o'clock, 10 o'clock. I'm thankful. But where do we get disconnected with our natural cycles? Once again, it comes back to our natural cycles. So this is this moment where we celebrate, okay? We celebrate the energy of the sun, of a life force, the energy of vitality. And when we do that, we actually get into a frequency of gratitude. If, if nothing else, we get into the frequency of gratitude by celebrating what the sun has given us, what the sun has brought to us, food, light, energy, joy, who is not happy when the sun is out? The world literally smiles on that first summer day in spring. And this frequency carries over into how we feel, our frequency. And so we can worship the sun. And I don't mean worship in like a obsessive, like it's a God way. I mean, find gratitude for the sun's light. We can find true grace in the fact that the sun shines through all the bullshit that it rises every single day that it moves through the sky i was listening to something i just have a lot of stories today guys um it was george carlin was talking about christianity and he was saying he would more um he would sooner believe in the sun god than in the christian god as it's presented today 
specifically he said that, uh, because the sun god, the sun, you can see the sun and the moon, essentially, you can see move every day. It rises in the sky and it falls every night. It returns every day. Without a doubt, it comes back every single day. And so it's something you can truly believe in. It's something you can truly embrace and count on. And that is such a gift. It is stability. It is um, a promise of tomorrow, right? And knowing that is very helpful for our human brains, knowing that tomorrow the sun will rise and it will descend and the moon will come back and like, it's a whole cycle. So here are some things we can do on the summer solstice. Celebrating the sun is just one of them. Celebrating, worshiping, thanking, finding gratitude for all the sun brings to us. And I invite you when you are doing that, go outside, put your feet on the earth. You know, earth, receive the energy from the earth. Receive the energy from the sun. Take your sunglasses off. Take your sunscreen off. Let yourself be in the sun. I mean, don't go tan for three hours at 12 noon on a hot summer day when it's 35 degrees out. Yeah, you're going to probably burn. You've got to build a base first. Build your base tan. Um, and then you go from there. Like, for instance, my husband's been working outside lately um, doing a landscaping job, and his tan is just, like, wicked at this point. He's so dark, and we went to uh, the nudist resort recently and just laid and, like, bathed in the sun, and it was peak hours because that's when we could go, and he had such a base that, like, he did not even get a, a minute of a burn. Now, I don't burn ever, but he didn't, he does, and he didn't get even even a little red. And so knowing that like you build that base and um, I'm not saying go sit in the sun like we did <laughs> to you do you, but have caution, be aware, but go be in the sun without all the protection, without all the things that you think are saving you when they're actually disconnecting you. Now I'm not a doctor, la la la, that whole spiel. Um, I am not suggesting anything to you that you have to do here. Uh, this is just my experience. Let's just say that little, uh, what's it called? A waiver liability <laughs> information. Um, you do you, do your research. That's what I'll invite you to do is do your research and then go be in the sun. At least go sit in the sun without sunglasses on. Receive the light, see the light, walk around, sit and just like receive it. I'm not saying stare into the sun. Let's not do that, but receive it. Okay. Another beautiful practice we can do on the summer solstice is that of sun gazing. If you dive into this a little deeper, it's an ancient practice that has been practiced for thousands of years, and it is either at sunrise or sunset and getting the red light of the sunrise or sunset into your eyeballs. This practice is known to, um, I believe it boosts, I think it's serotonin or dopamine. I think it's serotonin though. I don't know. It's supposed to re yeah, increase certain hormones and help you feel happier, calmer. It's red. It's the red light spectrum, right? It is so so healing. Um, so I just know from my own experience of you know gazing at the sunrise or sunset, there is such a healing energy there for us. And so I truly believe it revitalizes us. I feel it restores us. Like last night. I was feeling super tired and Josh wanted to go for a sunset walk 
And I knew that even though I was tired, the minute I watched that sunset, it was burning red last night, it was gorgeous. I knew it was gonna restore me. I knew it was gonna give me the energy I needed for the rest of the night, and it did. It truly did. And so there is such a healing energy in sun gazing. Uh, you can also dive into possibly working with decorating a sun altar. I'm gonna be doing this as I'm recording this. I'm recording it a little early so you guys can have it. But next week I will be doing this on the solstice. So what I'm personally gonna do is find some flowers that I feel really vibe with that sun energy, maybe some sunflowers. Um, the sunflower genus, of course, really is so good for that energy, but you could use literally any flowers are associated with summer, right? Find some flowers, set up a space. For, you, for me, I have a mantle in the place we're staying in right now, uh, but find a space that's sacred to you, a table, your desk, a windowsill, uh, a shelf that you can create a sacred space around. And you're just gonna get things that represent summer to you. So this will look different for everyone. For some of you, you're gonna grab flowers. For others, you're going to get crystals, maybe you're getting crystals, flowers, oils, incense, pictures, um, representations of the sun. I'm trying to think what else you could put on there. I'm trying to even think of like what the alchemical energy of the sun in, in alchemy is. It might be gold. It's something like the representation of that energy could help. Yeah, it's gold for the sun. So maybe putting some gold items on your altar. Um, I saw today on Pinterest this beautiful wooden uh, like wreath that someone had made and they had interwoven sunflowers into it and put a triangle in the center for fire. And I thought that was really beautiful. I might try and do something like that, though I'm not the craftiest person in the world. But things like this, we can bring into our life to actually connect into the earth energies and make things that connect us to the frequency we're trying to work with. So the sun, the vital life force, the flowers that it grows, the gold that it emanates, the Christ consciousness that it, it helps us open our hearts with and be more compassionate and loving, uh, whatever it is, create an altar, you know, get some yellow candles, get some pure beeswax candles and decorate the altar in the way that feels really good for you. Like right now, I have some ritual candles from my dear friend Vanya at Astro Bloom that are Leo candles. She actually gave me for my birthday last year because of my Leo moon. And I haven't used them because I've been saving them for a sacred day. And even though this is cancer season, I'm probably gonna put them on my summer solstice altar because Leo is the sun, because Leo is that energy for me. And it's a very important energy to me. So it feels good for me to put those candles on my altar. So some crystals you could throw in there like citrine or sunstone, or I love pyrite for working with sun energy. Uh, anything that helps you connect with the vitality and energy force that you're trying to call in, yellows, golds, um, and just the frequency, right? So tap into possibly making an altar. It could feel really, really good. 
other things we can do is pull some cards, okay? Sit down, have a ritual. Maybe you set up your altar, sit down, pull some cards. Uh, ask some questions around your vital life force. You could even tap into things like what is dimming my life, my vital life force right now? What is stagnating my vital life force? Something I've been tapping into recently is the question around like, where am I leaking energy? And if, if sun is the energy, then where are you leaking your sun energy? You could pull some cards around how to bring more sun energy into your life. That might be your sun sign in astrology. That might be more Leo energy. That might be just more vitality, more energy, okay? And seeing where you can call in more energy into your world. These are great questions to ask on the summer solstice. And then asking questions around what to celebrate right now or reflecting and journaling around what you are celebrating. Maybe look back a year to the last summer solstice. What were you doing? What was life like? What timeline were you in? Okay, I'm going to be talking a lot about timelines moving forward. I know I'm going to be talking a lot about quantum leaping, timeline jumping, manifestation, um, and the laws of the, the, the universe, essentially natural law. But basically, I want you to look back and see where were you? a year ago on the summer solstice, what was your energy? What was your frequency? What did you believe in? What did you believe to be true that has now been proven is not true? Okay. What did you believe to be true that came into fruition? What are you changing? What are you growing? Where are you expanding? All these questions to help you harness the energy and what you can do is ask the sun for assistance. Okay. I like to think of the planets, not as planets, but cosmic bodies, frequencies, energies, um, guides. So leaning into the sun to help you illuminate, illuminate information, like a spotlight coming through, ask your question and ask for illumination. Okay. What I would say is if you want to create a really delicious, juicy ritual to use on the summer solstice is create some sort of I don't know, hour, half an hour, could be the whole day. I don't know what you're going to do with your day. (laughs) Make sure you go outside, connect, gaze at the sun, even if it's cloudy. If it's rainy, then we're just going to bring in our, our energy, our symbols. Create an altar. So you might need to do a little bit of prep. I'm dropping this episode early so you can do a little bit of prep. And grab the things you want to put on your altar. Make an altar that day. Make an altar and then sit down and journal and reflect and pull some cards. That is the easiest and simplest thing in the world. And it really is just you about, about you taking time to do it. Okay. And when you take time to do these things, you will naturally become more linked in with the cycles of nature. And when you're linked into the cycles of nature, everything shifts, everything changes because you are truly truly becoming a part of the earth and understanding that you are part of nature. You are not above nature. You are not separate from nature. You are not below nature. You are nature. You are the earth. The earth is you as above, so below. You are the cosmos. The cosmos are you. Okay. 
And when you begin to work with this, man, things change. Things change. So there's a few things we can like tap into. If you want to go deeper with me, you can join me for a progressive, progressed chart reading. They are almost not on sale and gone out of my chart readings for the next little while. They are on sale right now as I'm recording this June 15th, 2023. If you want to go deeper into a progressed chart reading, you'll find out your progressed sun energy. We can bring that into this ritual. If you want to dive deeper into how you are progressing through your astrological lens landscape, that is the thing to do right now, okay? So if you want to join me for a progressed chart reading for $100 off, for the month of June, go make sure you book that. They are almost gone. It is almost over and done with. So make sure you hop on that if you've been thinking about it. And I also want to remind you guys that the time is running out to join me for my retreat in July. The retreat is July 6th to 9th and time is clicking down. As I'm recording this on June 15th, 2023, I think we only have 21 days until the retreat. I think we have one spot left. So if you have felt really, really called to come and dance and be wild and expand and connect to your divine femininity, this is the retreat for you. So I will link everything in the show notes for you guys. But no matter what you do, all I invite you to really do at this time is slow down and connect to your cycles of nature. In whatever way feels good. It can be the ways I offered to you today. It could be none of the ways I offered to you today, but make sure you slow down, connect in, and come back to the cycles of living in alignment here on earth. Now, I hope you have the best day. I hope your heart is full of energy. I hope if I said things you didn't like today, that they provoke you to go and do some research because that's my job here on earth is to provoke you to go and do some research, expand your mind. If you were like, mm, I don't know if that's true, go research it. And I mean, beyond the fact checkers and the myth busters that are all bought and paid for, go beyond them and do your own research because there is a plethora of information out there of many, many, many sources saying the same thing as me. So that's just my encouragement for you. I am sending you so much love on this beautiful day. Have the best solstice. And if you want to tap into cancer season with me, join me live on YouTube on June. Oh, hold on. Let's make sure we get the date here. June 20th. It's a Tuesday at 11, 11 a.m. Eastern time. We're going to go live on cancer season on YouTube. You're going to ask all your questions. You're going to get a chance to connect in with me, learn where cancer season is going to be activating you in your chart and how this is going to be impacting your life. All right. So I will talk to you soon. My beautiful loves have the best day.